What's up, you guys? It's Idalis here, and you're listening to Idalis Acts and Answers. Welcome back, you guys. It is already another week. How insane is this? Time is flying by. I don't know if it's because the clocks were pushed back. I don't know. And I don't know if it's pushed back or pushed forward. Either way, you know what I mean. Uh, We're back, you guys. I am recording last minute again. Uh, Today is Thursday, November 10th. And I figured I'd start recording earlier in the day just so I have more time and in case anyone were to call me which they should not be calling me which is why I decided to wait (laughs) to record for a bit um which is great because no one and I mean no one should be interrupting me um so yes today's Thursday uh, so as you hear this it will be published on the day it should be published also, I want you guys to let me know if I should continue my intros for I Dallas X and Answers. Um, it's just a part of me, I feel like. It's a part of the podcast. I've been doing it since the beginning, so I figured why stop. But let me know what you guys think, especially if you're listening. I need your guys' feedback to grow my podcast even more. So let me know about that. Side note. I am recording in my living room, so bear with me with the noise. We have one of our windows open to air out our apartment. We are supposed to be getting a new stove today, or at least they're supposed to be fixing it. I don't know what's going on, but regardless, we're supposed to be getting a new stove. We used it last night to make pizza, like the Elio's pizza. We had that for dinner, uh, me and Anthony, and... Quite frankly, it was a late dinner yesterday. I was just like, I don't want to say lazy, but I guess you can say lazy. And I was just in my head all day, not in a bad way, but I was in my head all day. So I forgot to take out meat to cook. And Anthony gets off at 4.30. So when he came home, the dishes weren't even done. It was insane. So uh, I did the dishes at least some of them last night, then the water got cold on us. Um, so once Anthony made the pizza for us, he finished all the dishes, which was great of him to do. Um, so yeah, we used our stove last night. I'm not going to say nothing is wrong with our stove because we don't know that we are not, um, I should actually close that window because that's going to bother me. And you guys are going to hear that a lot. Cars, trucks, it's insane. And literally where I live, even if I close the window, you'll hear it, just not as loud. So I do apologize. Um, So once I take a break, I'll close it. But I'm trying to avoid moving so much right now. Um, So yeah, I don't want to say anything's wrong with our stove. We're not technology people in that way. We don't deal with appliances or anything electrical, so we have no idea. But two weeks ago, I think that's fair to say (laughs) because time is just flying by. But two weeks ago, Anthony and I had our electric bill due. And we were late maybe like 
two weeks late by this point. Uh, a lot was going on, so money was getting tight and we couldn't make that payment. So a lot was going on. Then when he decided like, hey, so Anthony let me know like, hey, so I'm just going to pay the bill tomorrow because I get paid, blah, blah. And I was like, okay, great. Before that night is over, like we didn't hear no shutdown, nothing beeped, nothing cut off as far as any other power. All of a sudden I noticed that my phone isn't charging, but everything is on. Little did I know everything wasn't on. (laughs) Um, We had our fan off at that time our tv was off nothing was on we were just charging our phone uh it was a nice day outside and because we have nice big windows we don't need to use the light all the time so that was that so i think he realized his phone wasn't charging or i realized my phone was charging wasn't charging so i think it was definitely me (laughs) so i realized and then i looked at the extension cord where we have our phones plugged in and it wasn't on and I was like that's weird so then little did we know everything was off our microwave was off our refrigerator I don't know I said it like that (laughs) but our refrigerator went off like everything was cut off and I was like damn great now by this time it was like evening time it was like six something going on seven by the time we noticed it it like just hit 7.03. Like it wasn't even that deep in the night. Um, so luckily Anthony bought his freaking phone. He has his own phone finally. So that night my phone was charged. His phone was pretty much charged. Um, so we just spent the rest of the night with a candle smoking our weed and, um, you know, watching whatever we wanted to watch on our phones. We don't necessarily agree on the same things we watch, especially him. So I just do my own thing and I watch whatever I want to watch. And if he feels some type of way that we're not watching TV together, that's all him. I tell him all the time, like, bro, I constantly sacrifice and make efforts to watch brand new shit that you want me to watch, whether it's brand new or it's old and I've never seen it, like I make that effort and you don't make that effort for me. So, uh, I told him, I was like, you you can't feel no type of way until you fully start watching The Vampire Diaries from season one, episode one to season eight, whatever episode it ended on then we're good, you know, because I told him, I was like, it's not just the Vampire Diaries that I want you to watch. I get it. It's been 12 years, 13 years. I get it. But I want you to watch that show. I have other shows for you to watch that I know you'll like, you'll enjoy. And he just doesn't want to give him a chance. So I keep doing what I do. I be a great wife and I watch whatever he watches. Do I always stay entertained? No. Chances are I'm ignoring him in the tv show and i hop right back on my phone i play a game maybe watch some netflix maybe i'm getting a call or something but other than that i'm like listen until you know how to sacrifice your time to watch stuff with me i'm not going to be interested in anything you tell me or show me whether it's something i need to know or should know like let's be real in my eyes it's just truly not fair and do you know it's bad to say, but it's 
it's a thing. Um, I don't know where I was getting to with that subject, but, um, yeah, so I do, I do want to apologize for the loud sounds. Anyways, I've, okay, so back to that story. I was going to say, I forgot you guys. This is why I need people who are listening to me to contact me. Whether it's through the Facebook page of my Dallas Texas Answers, whether it's through Snapchat, Instagram, Twitter, I need you to contact me and give me feedback and criticism so I know, like, hey, you're ranting a little bit too much and you're forgetting your stories. Let me know. (laughs) Let me know. Seriously. Excuse me. I had a burping session in my mouth. That was gross. Anyways, so... When Anthony lets me know, like, hey, so I'm going to pay this bill tomorrow. I was like, okay, cool. It really should have been paid two days ago. Today should have been the last day, but you say you got it tomorrow. It's paid tomorrow. (coughs) Excuse me. So once we realize that the power is out, it's like, damn. So now we got nothing to do. Can't turn no lights on. And I'm telling you guys. We had to shit, pee, and shower with no lights on. It was cool because we mainly showered. Anthony technically showered at night because when he would get off of work, uh, he would shower before the time change. He would shower immediately um, so it wasn't as dark. So we had obviously candles to shower with if we needed to at night, but... Other than that, we just showered in the dark. Like, let's be real, it's not that deep. We know where our body parts are and all that nonsense. So, meanwhile, I'm talking and I'm like, damn, like, I knew you should have paid that today. And he's just like, yeah, I know. And it's, you know, but by this time, like, everything was closed. It was late. So, we were good for one night, you know. And he, I think... If I'm remembering correctly, I believe he paid, he made the payment that night. He wanted to do it the next day because I I believe it was a day he was getting paid. So he was like, oh, I don't want to waste all my money. He had already bought quite a few things that day already that we needed. So, so I think he paid it that night once he realized, like, oh, shit, like, it's out. Um, Let me pay it. Now, here's the fucked up shit, you guys. That was a Sunday. So we couldn't do shit about it. (laughs) It was literally a Sunday. We couldn't do shit about it. And I was like, well, listen, at least tomorrow. So I don't even know if he was. I don't think he was getting paid if it was a Sunday. Because you don't get paid Mondays. But I was just like. Uh, I was just like, okay, well, so he paid it, and I was like, well, at least today's Sunday, tomorrow's Monday, it might take them a little time to put the power back on, I said, but really, if you pay it now, yet after hours, within two to four hours, it should come back on. Fun fact, that's not how it works, I should know that, (laughs) working for a call center that dealt with electricity, um, it does not work on the weekends. If you have no power on the weekends, you have no power on the weekends. That's just how it works. Um, so Monday came around and at this point we're door dashing all day and we leave obviously before the power comes on. We wake up, no power. 
you know, so we do whatever we got to do, get out of the house. We're door dashing for most of the day. And I tell him, well, he asked me like, yeah, so do you think it's on by now? And this time we've been door dashing for at least four hours. So I was like, yeah, I was like, honestly, it should have been on by at least 10, no later. Um, I said, if anything, maybe 12 o'clock, you know, but other than that, it really should have been on by the time we got up. So it wasn't on. And then eventually, I believe two o'clock came and we got home, used the bathroom, sat in third, uh, turned the light on, light didn't work. We had no power and we're like, okay, well, what is going on? Because we know we made a late payment, yeah, but now it's a new weekday that should have been processed at least and you should have been in the process of cutting our power on how is it now three four o'clock almost three o'clock four o'clock and we still have no power so what I did sat or not Saturday that Sunday to track back was go to our electric company's website and there was no powder powder <laughs> there was no power outages there was none of that so I was like, okay, well, I'll call them tomorrow. It's Monday. They'll answer. We'll figure it out. And I was like, well, maybe they cut it off because we were late on our payment. And, you know, we still have some other payments to catch up on. Like, something's going on. And I was like, that's crazy that they wouldn't at least text, call, or email to even notify us. So eventually, Monday came around. Um, I eventually went back onto the electric company's website and I had them call me um, basically to see like what's wrong, what's with the power outages. Now, their website was confusing because when Anthony looked at it, it did say that there was a powder. Why do I keep saying powder? Oh my goodness. Like, on their website, it did say that there was a power outage. But then, when we logged into our account, to check our payments and balances and all that other nonsense, it said that there was no power outages at this time, especially in our area. And I was like, so confused. And we were confused because nobody around us seemed to complain that there was no power and what happened and all this nonsense. We didn't get no calls, nobody knocked, whatever. So I finally get a call from our service electric I don't want to say service electric. Service electric is fucking internet over here. But we finally got a call from our uh, electric company. And they were like, yeah, you have full power. Like, everything's great on our side. We see you just made a payment. Um, But, you know, everything's good. You have full power. And me and Anthony are looking at each other like, what? I'm like, so what do we do? do?" It's like, we haven't had power since late last night. Like, I don't, I'm so lost. And he was like, yeah, he was like, yeah, that's um, strange. He was like, you shouldn't have no power. He said, you have full power. He said, what I would do is call your landlord and let them know what's going on. Because maybe they have to check the breaker and all this other stuff. So we have a breaker in our apartment. Not sure of anybody else. But we have one. I mean, I would hope everyone else does. But we have one in our apartment. So... Anthony went to go check it, and he was messing around with it, and he fixed it. I'm going to take a quick break, 
and I'm gonna tell you guys what the fuck happened. And I'm gonna tell you something that Anthony did. I believe that Sunday when it happened. We're gonna take a quick break. I'm gonna tell you everything that I peeped that he did. And I'm just, we're gonna go from there. And we're gonna take a quick break. Because <laughs> I, I want you guys to be like, wow, that was reckless. That was insane. That's whatever. But let's take a quick break. I'm gonna close this window so you guys can stop hearing all these trucks and nonsense. And then we'll get back to what I was going to say for the ending of the story. Okay, you guys, it's fair to say that I'm back. I am back. Um, I do want to say this. I should have no more interruptions, but if I do, I'm going to apologize ahead of time. I think I will be getting a interruption literally by the time I finish this episode, whenever that may be. Um until a little bit later which I shouldn't be recording that long but we're supposed to be getting a new stove today uh or they're supposed to be fixing it and figuring out what the fuck is wrong with it um so yeah I apologize if I have to stop in the middle of what I'm saying and I come back and I'm not sure what I said but um Anyways, let's move back into that story. So, as you know, like I just said, I'm getting a new stove today. And I'm hoping it's pretty. I'm hoping it's nice. I'm hoping, obviously, it's still going to be electric because that's our setup. But I hope it's way better than the one we got. You guys, the one we have is horrible. Okay. <laughs> I just had to get that out there because it's... It's really, really horrible. Like, if I... I would have to tell you... I'm going to tell you the story after the main story. So, anyways, let's jump back into it. So, me and Anthony are looking at each other at this point while I'm on the phone with our electric servicer. And I'm just like, wait, what? So, what do we do? How does this happen? I was like, we're thinking, like, our power got cut off or... Our landlord cut it off and didn't say anything. Like, what is happening? Um, so, get off the phone with him. And I'm like, okay, well, thank you. We'll figure it out from here. So, Anthony goes to our bedroom, which is where the breaker box is, you guys. Now, I don't know if that Sunday he realized that the power was out. And he did not tell me because basically like my phone was pretty much charged. So I had already pulled my phone. It was still plugged in in the outlet, which I know is bad, but it was still plugged in because I knew it wasn't going to be fully charged like 81%. Okay. It's, it's charged. But anyone who knows who has an iPhone for five or more years, you know that that 81% is there for like three minutes. <laughs> so uh, my, my phone doesn't die that quickly. When I say like three minutes, like, you know, it, it might say 81%, but now you're looking at it three minutes later and it's 77%. You know, still not bad, but a drop. And it's just, my phone was already charged. So I pulled it off the charger I'm using my phone. I'm laying down on the couch. I have no idea. So, when the guy tells us this, (laughs) Anthony goes to the room and he checks the breaker box. And he's like, okay, I think I got it. So, at this point, 
I'm like walking back and forth from our bedroom to the kitchen. So he's fucking with the breaker box. Uh, not in a bad way, but he's messing with it to see like, hey, maybe something was turned off. Maybe something was shut off. We don't know because we were door dashing for four hours. So it four plus hours, honestly. So it was like, maybe that's the thing that could have happened. And we just didn't realize or we didn't hear whatever the case. So he goes to fuck with the stove uh, breaker button. You guys, tell me why the stove and everything else turns back on in the apartment. <laughs> like, we've never had to deal with this, so we don't fucking know. Like, yeah, we've been in this apartment for three years, going on four, but nobody teaches you this stuff. Nobody shows you this stuff. Nobody randomly tells you this stuff. Like, you have to literally let things happen in order to be like, hmm, do I know what to do? Do I not know what to do? Do I reach out? Do I not reach out? So... Don't make fun of us. We obviously figured it out. Now we know if some shit turns off like that and, you know, we're pretty much up on bills and stuff. How can the power shut off randomly? So now we know to check that if anything else were to go wrong. And not just here in any future apartments or houses that we have. Um, so he checks it, right? And everything turns on, you guys. Like... I didn't get to see him messing with it, so I don't know what buttons for sure, for sure he pressed, but I know he tried to turn the stove light, or not the stove light, the stove stuff on first, and I told him, and I was like, wait, I was like, everything's on. You guys, tell me why, and this is the explanation we came up by ourselves, well, at least Anthony did, he said that basically we had too much power on at some point and it used up all the power and shut things off so I don't know if that's possible but it's possible (laughs) so that's just our theory the stove shut everything off because everything was being used at once so Um, it's crazy because, yeah, we have a few things plugged in, like, the microwave always stays plugged in. I personally don't like to unplug a microwave because I'm not going to remember to keep plugging it in every time somebody takes it out or if I take it out. I just want to put my stuff in a microwave and warm it up and call it a day. Um, so our microwave is always plugged in. Then we realized that our refrigerator had no light. When you know there's no light, you know there's no power. Um, because you're not always going to hear your your refrigerator making noises. So, yeah. Like, certain things we had in the freezer started to defrost. Um, our milk started to get warm. Like, well, not really. It stayed... Everything in our refrigerator and freezer stayed cold. We try not to open it because, let's be real, we didn't really need it in the span of a day and a half. So... Um, everything was cool. It got turned back on by us later in the day than expected. <laughs> but we looked like fools. We were like, why is there no power? What are we going to do? Um, we never reached out to our landlord except about the stove because little did we know that the stove turned off everything. So last but not least, when Anthony went to go flip the switch again for the stove, um... We heard this little eh, eh, 
<laughs> that's a, that's my best impressionation of it. Um, it's, it's, it sounds just like that, not as loud, obviously, but when we flip the breaker switch for the oven slash stove, that's the noise you hear before you hear the beep, which is the clock attached to the stove. Now, when we moved in here, our clock to the on the stove that comes within the stove worked. Randomly one day, <laughs> sorry for that long pause, randomly one day, the clock on the stove stopped working. So we're like, damn, how can we fix it? I tried to fix it. At one point, it was fixed and it did come back on, but then... Five minutes later, it randomly shut off. So the only thing that works on that stove that you can see numbers is when you use the oven to bake things. Um, Also, the burners, buttons, or twisty turners, whatever you want to call them, they work, obviously. So our stove definitely works. It definitely heats. Everything is good and great. The only thing that is now wrong with it is when he turned it on last time, it made a spark. And because I was actually in the living room this time, I seen it spark, not in like a crazy place, but in a place that I've always looked at like, uh, that stove's not right. So I'm not going to explain it because it's very, very difficult to explain, but there's a part of the stove, um, that's connected to the white black top where the turning burners are. But there's a space between that white spot and the black spot. And that's where I saw the spark. And it doesn't help that our stove is so fucking close to the wall. Like, anyone who knows, who has been to my apartment, knows that you should never, ever, like... And this is why I need feedback. This is why I need people to reach out because I don't know... I don't think, and I don't, well, personally, I don't think that a stove should be close to the wall. That close. Like, when I say close, like, it's the wall, stove, and the counters. Like, there's no space anywhere. To pull out the stove, you need to make sure you have a good grip because if you don't, it's going to scratch up the wall. Fun fact, it has already scratched up our wall. So when we pull out the oven part, well, when we open the oven part and whether we have to put something in or pull something out, the oven handle that you open scrapes our wall. So now our wall is scraped up. It has like black residue from it from the stove and it's just horrible. It looks disgusting. I don't understand why any house owner would do that. It doesn't look cute. It doesn't make sense. I get it. It's a nice, cute, small, compact place. But no, I'd rather have my oven in the middle of something. That way, like, if something catches on fire, I don't need... I don't need my whole wall and my window to basically burst and blow up because you decided to put the stove next to the fucking wall. (laughs) Like, I'm not mad about it, but it just doesn't make sense. And I thought about that as soon as we moved in here. But, you know, it's whatever. It's a cute little place. And uh, I'm grateful for this place. First apartment, super grateful. 
Um, so the funny part about this story is I think Anthony definitely knew that the power had shut off. I just think he was not trying to say anything. He wasn't trying to get me worked up because it was already late. Things were closed. He let me know already, like, yeah, I'm going to pay the bill tomorrow. So I don't think we discussed that, but I think he definitely knew the power was out. Because I did peep him. I did not say anything to him because I was thinking like, maybe he randomly got an idea. You know, maybe something did cut off and we just didn't hear it. Or maybe I just didn't hear it. So that night when the power cut off, in my mind, it was before the power cut off. So I was just confused. And thinking about it, it was just like, yo, was he possessed? Like... What is going on? Did a ghost randomly go through his body and, like, tell him what the fuck to do? Because I did realize before the power went out that he went to our bedroom and he fucked with a breaker switch. But I only heard him switch it one and then walk out. So I assumed that, like, maybe he forgot to turn something off. Maybe something... Just all the excuses in the book, you guys. All the excuses. He didn't say shit to me. So I was like, okay. You know? And that was that. So we really went a whole night. (laughs) And morning without power. And when we came home, we went without power until like 2 o'clock. Because, like I said, we came home from door dashing. We used the bathroom, had to eat. And uh, we couldn't eat because we had no stove. We didn't think our stove worked. We didn't know what about the power. And then the milk and stuff. I was like, yo, it's going to be warm. I'm not going to have no cereal with warm milk. Like, that's weird. Um, Probably not me. weird. But I, I'm definitely not a person who drinks warm milk. I, I don't get that. And then again, it's kind of not true because I do put milk in my hot chocolate. But then again, the milk is cold before it gets into the hot chocolate. So therefore, it's now warm milk. I hope that didn't blow your minds. But um, realistically, though, like actually heating up milk and you know it's milk, not my forte. Um, So yeah, that was the slightly funny part that I wanted to tell you guys. I definitely think Anthony messed with it why he did I have no idea so literally the next day Tuesday because was it Tuesday yeah it was no it wasn't Tuesday I made the complaint Tuesday I believe Monday or Tuesday because we had Anthony and I had things to figure out with the power first and we had some other stuff going on, so we were like, um, not, let's not reach out to the landlord yet. So I reached out to the landlord, I believe Tuesday, because they came Wednesday, not they, but they sent an appliance person out Wednesday, and Anthony had work. So he came out, and he was like, yeah, your stove works perfectly fine. He was like, it's up to you to leave, you know, the breaker switch on or off. Um, he said, I would use it you know, until you can get a new one or whatever they say. So it was off until it was on. It's on now. Like I said, we had pizza last night. So it it works fine. Stovetop works fine. 
oven works fine. I think the only difference that we have noticed last night making the pizza is that now when we heat up the oven, then again, Anthony was like low-key high, but um, I did notice that every now and then when we go to preheat the oven, it takes a little bit longer to warm up, but I did have to... Gotta go, guys. All right, you guys. So I'm actually going to leave that knock in there for you guys to hear. And actually, I have to turn the fan off. I had to turn the fan on after he left because it just got super, super hot in here. Um, Yeah, so he didn't do shit. He basically turned the breaker switch off and on, and he fucked with the stove uh, clock, like I was literally just telling you guys. And the stove clock is currently beeping, just because the time is not set yet. (laughs) Excuse me. So, I'm actually not going to set it. Um, I'll let my husband do it if he decides to. But I know that once we set it, it's just going to turn off anyways. (laughs) So, yeah, we don't even... There have been a few times, I believe last week, that I caught myself slipping. And I was just like, oh, let me see what time it is. And I went to the stove to go look. Because, you know, you don't always want to have your phone in your fucking hand. Because you do have it in your hand every other time. (laughs) So... Then I realized, like, oh, shit, I can't go to the stove and I actually have to do pick up my phone because that's the only place I'm going to see the fucking time. Um, yeah, he was nice. Not that he wouldn't be, but he didn't do anything. He checked the breaker switch. Nothing sparked. There was that little eh noise before the stove turned on, if you will. But uh, he wouldn't know because he was in our bedroom messing with the breaker so uh yeah and he pulled it out a little bit to what he can and he even said it like yo it's fucking not in this language but he definitely said like um whoever put this stove here was smart and I was like yeah clearly um obviously being sarcastic and I told him I was like yeah I was like honestly I was like, it's the same with our stove. And he was, I mean, with our refrigerator. And he was like, what do you mean? He was like, your refrigerator doesn't work. And I was like, no, it works. I said, but the way they put the tile down on our floor, it has messed up. Like our refrigerator has messed up the tile because instead of them gluing down the tile under our refrigerator, they did not do that. They just placed it there. So now our refrigerator is essentially stuck where it's at because if we pull it we're gonna pull the whole tile thing out and I don't know about you guys but I'd be wanting my social security not even social security what am I talking about (laughs) um I'd be I'd be wanting my uh security what is it called security check or security rent stuff whatever the fuck they have you pay before you move in which is fucking stupid um, but yeah, I, I definitely want my money back when I move out of here, you know, so, uh, we still got to fix it regardless before we move out, but other than that, like, we're not fucking with it, <laughs> no more, um, but at least there's another person who knows, like, hey, 
We did not fuck up the floor on purpose. It's literally whoever put this fucking apartment together. Um, So yeah, but he didn't fix anything. He pulled the bottom stove out. You guys... I might try to do it, but I might have Anthony wait till Anthony comes back. But underneath the stove, like the white pullout part, so fucking dirty underneath there. So fucking dirty. Um, first things first, I didn't know you could pull it all the way out like this man did. But um, yeah, that's that's a great thing to know before you hit your thirties. So. Yeah, I'm going to pull that out, sweep it up. I swept by the stove and refrigerator and stuff when he left. Um, But even that pull-out stuff, like, you guys. Okay, so I'm going to tell you guys this. My, I don't want to say my landlord because my landlord is essentially Apex Management. And they just took over my apartment. But the actual owner of the place who, I guess, sold it to Apex, I don't know how he, I don't know how people deal with that stuff. But he rented this whole house, divided it, divided it into four different apartments. So that's what they are. Now, the walls are sort of thin that you can hear people having sex. Uh... You can hear this lady's dogs bark all day and all night when they're bored or have to pee or whatever the case. You can hear her yelling at her dogs. You can hear people's music. You can hear whatever you want to hear, to be honest. And then um, there's an apartment that may or may not be from the original owner, but there's an apartment downstairs behind our apartment It's so weird to say downstairs, but it is downstairs. (laughs) Um, So yeah, it's just, it's a really bad place. And I'm happy that this man knew, like, yo, what? And he took a picture of our wall. I'm telling you guys, it really fucked up our wall because it's so fucking close. And let's be real, nobody wants to live in an apartment where you're inviting people over and now people are asking you, like, oh my gosh, why is your wall like that? And it's just like, um, obviously common sense, the stove does it. Um, but we're not also going to keep cleaning it every five seconds because we're still going to have to use the oven for whatever reason. So that was that he didn't fix it. He just said that they'll basically be in touch to go from there, whether or not they're going to give me a new stove. I don't know. They should, but I don't know. And I let him know, like, in reality, it works fine, but the stove does take a little bit, or the oven, does take a little bit longer to heat up. And the fact that it's just close to the wall, is it's just weird. So, yeah. Anyways, let's move on. That's enough stove talk. Um, last week, I know I said I had a lot to talk to you guys about, and that's still very much true. So, let's get to it. I did not write any of this down, unfortunately. So, it's all off the top of my head. But, first things first, you guys. It's so weird, because, like, my respiratory system, like, the nose, mouth, and stuff, like, it randomly gets clogged when I'm talking, but I'm not sick or anything. 
So the fact that it's doing that is kind of annoying because I don't want to keep sniffling and making that noise. Anyways, so first things first, love is blind. I did not want to talk about this first low key, but let's talk about it. Love is blind season three finale slash reunion. These are all spoilers if you do not want to know. Um, I suggest you stay off of TikTok and Instagram because that's where the main news is right now. Especially TikTok, every other episode or every other video on TikTok is love is blind. (laughs) So uh, I know it's addicting, but if you can easily swipe past those spoilers, then go right on ahead. Um, Otherwise, you can do whatever you want. So I'm not going to go over all of love is blind um i might do it essentially in segments like piece by piece or just by just however you want to take it just because it's been a few weeks now since it even began and i finished a reunion today was it today yeah today no yesterday because it came out yesterday um so let's backtrack. Love is Blind Season 1, Episode 1. I was super excited. I think everyone in that episode, I didn't think that only five would make it, if I'm being honest. Um, if I'm being honest, not. I just, I don't even know what to say, you guys. This whole season blew my mind. And I just, I think back to season one and I'm like, how did that go off without a hitch? Like, I get it, it's a brand new show, but like there was barely, I don't want to say there was no drama, but there was barely any drama. Uh, Yeah, fewer people worked out, but it's like, I don't know. I feel like Love Love is Blind season one was just a better season. Season two don't even remember it that's how horrible that season was I was so appalled by season two that I was like what (laughs) like you should have given us a whole extra year to find better people season two was not it I couldn't even tell you who was on season two that's how horrible it was um actually now thinking of their faces it was just horrible. I'm not saying the people are horrible. I want to clarify that. None of them are horrible. I think they're all great people, regardless of what they have said or done to these men and or women. And I just think that's something that they have to work on. Um, season three. I was also appalled by just everybody. Cole, Zeneb, Colleen, Matt, Raven, Alexa, like just all of them. And I left out Brennan (laughs) and what's his name? SK because they're not bad men. They're not bad people. And I feel like they gave me the least worries for this season. Like there was nothing to talk to them about. I think what I, why I included Alexa and not Brennan is just because There's no particular order, by the way, that I'm talking about season three. But I think the reason why I mentioned Alexa is because she's just not my personality type of, like, a friend or um, somebody I would personally get along with. 
um, I'm pretty sure she's great. She seems nice, but because I'm observant, but I also try to view people from literally the outside looking in, like everyone's like, let's be real, first impression, but like I said, I think Alexa and Brennan, they're okay. They're cute together or whatever. You know, they're not, there's not much to say about them. Uh, I, Brennan was definitely, I will say this, he was definitely giving me some vibes of like, eh, I don't really care for her, but like, I'm gonna work it out because I don't want to seem like an asshole, you know. Um, so shout out to him for making it work, for actually caring and loving this woman. Um, shout out to Love is Blind and Netflix or in whoever else did the casting. Uh, Alexa isn't a true plus size girl, but the fact that she is a little chubby and has some weight, I get it. But, um, shout out to them for adding her to the show. I, I'm not going to call out Alexa in any negative light or a bad way, just because I don't really know what to truly say. And I want to make sure that I'm backing up my words, honestly. Um, Like I've said it before, I support all women and men, especially women. So I'm not really here to tear down anybody. These are just my opinions of what I've seen and clearly what a lot of other people have seen. So I know I'm not alone on this. Um, But yeah, Alexa, she just doesn't seem like my type of girl as far as like friend-wise. She seems like a little bit too much for me. Um, also, I didn't understand her when she said, I don't wear the same outfit twice. I understand now because she's explained it. And I've, you know, I've seen more than enough TikTok videos to understand what she meant. But, um, honestly, I feel like if I was in her position or just in that mindset, I don't think I would care to wear the second outfit twice or the same outfit twice. I don't think I would care about that either. Um, well, I think I would care about it is what I mean to say, but I wouldn't throw away my clothes. Maybe if it was like ripped or something, (laughs) but any other way, like, hello, family tradition, pass that shit on down or, you know, donating it to wherever. Um, who else? Uh, Cole, yeah, Cole and Zeneb. I don't even know where to start with them. That's how annoyed I am with both of them. Um, Cole is cute. He reminded me of Barnett, just like I'm sure he reminded you guys of Barnett as as well. Um, But Cole and Zeneb were cute together, are cute together. I think they could have worked and or last had they had not had their own issues and actually sat there and listened and figured shit out. Uh, what is going on? Sorry, you guys. I got a random, like, I don't want to say a toothache, but like a jaw pain on the side of my ear. Basically in the front of my ear in that temple and it hurts it came out of nowhere it first started in my jaw 
not my jaw, but my gum area, jaw area where my teeth sit, and then it went up by my ear. It doesn't hurt too bad, like I've had this feeling before, but I just hate it because it does hurt. Okay, so colon Zinab or Zinab or Zay, whatever the fuck. Uh, Beautiful girl, by the way. She was very insecure. There's nothing you can tell me or she can tell me to my face that wouldn't tell me, like, you're not insecure. She's definitely insecure. Um, But, like, wholeheartedly, though. Like, I know, like, we all talk about our insecurities or I can be insecure, blah, blah. But, like, she wears her insecurity on her sleeve. And it's definitely noticeable. It's not cute. It was not right. She was one of the many people who did not belong on Love is Blind season three. And I don't want to say she didn't belong, just didn't belong in that season, in that point in time. And I know a lot of things are edited out, so these are just based on, obviously, what we've seen. This is not a set in stone. Obviously, if I met anybody from this show, like, I would tell them realistically what I think or how I felt if they asked me. Other than that, I'm not going to be like, oh, I met you and here's what I thought and this is why I don't like you, this is why I do like you. Like, that doesn't make any sense to do. So... Cole and Zanab definitely don't belong together. I'm glad they didn't get together. Um, I wanted them together in the beginning when they were talking in the pods. But then once they got out of the pods, I knew it was over. Um, I don't remember their age difference. To me, it doesn't matter. But I feel like they were slightly closer in age than uh, Nancy and Bartice were. But I feel like Cole needs to not only I don't want to say grow up more but he needs to grow up more in the sense of learning his emotions learning his feelings and learning how to talk to women you know what I'm saying whether or not your mom was there in your life whether or not your family wanted to meet your future bride or not uh, there's a way to talk to women and there's a way to not talk to women And I think it's so absurd that guys can be like, oh, women always say that, you know, there's always a way to talk to you. Well, how do you want us to talk to you? And it's just like the same way you would talk to your mom. What? If you're not talking to your mom in a respectful way, you're not talking to me in a respectful way. That's, as women, that's how we should see it. That's how you should always see it. Because, okay, if he doesn't have, for instance... I want to take a quick break because I'm going over my time. But, for instance, when my husband... Why is there a sock there? Oh my gosh, he puts socks everywhere. Okay, (laughs) so my husband did not grow up with his mom. Um, To a certain extent, yes, she was around, but not around how mothers should be. And... I catch him talking to me crazy sometimes and I don't let it slip because even though you didn't have your mom to nurture you and teach you shit, I did have a mom, (laughs) you know what I'm saying? And my husband knows how, not my mom, but my family speak to me or even just how the women in our family speak to other women. So I let him know, like, look, if I'm learning to grow and 
gain knowledge and stick up for myself and all this other stuff because my family has put me through this why would I continue to start going through it with you so he doesn't I don't want I want to clarify he does not disrespect me but there are times where he says something crazy or it's in like a foul tone and I instantly just like no I gotta handle that because one like you're my husband and you're not gonna talk to me that way and Two, like, okay, your mom wasn't around, but my dad wasn't either. And you don't see me treating you how my dad treated me, vice versa, you know? So, I think it's definitely a work in progress for Cole. Uh, Zineb, she's... Listen, she is too old of a woman. And when I say too old, I don't mean it in a disrespectful way. She's obviously not too old. But what I'm saying is she's too old enough, old enough to know that not only is she insecure, but she was wrong and foul for putting Cole through all that. Because let's be real, you know what you want. You felt it in your gut. Why are you stringing a guy along just because you want him to act how you think he should act? First of all, Cole's apartment was dirty. Okay, great. But let's be real, that's TV. And if you haven't seen somebody that you know's apartment dirtier than that, you got an issue. <laughs> like, it doesn't have to be you. It doesn't have to be anybody you know. But you've definitely walked into somebody's house, store even, or beauty salon, and that shit was dirty as fuck. Just saying. Um... Aside from his apartment being dirty, Zanab is insecure. She needs to work on herself. She's beautiful as ever, but also she needs to listen. Like, what the fuck? Are you chewing that loud that you can't listen? Miss me with that bullshit. For real. Um, let's take a quick break and I'm going to talk more about Cole and Zanab and the rest of the guests. All right, you guys. Honestly, this is going to be one of my longest episodes, I feel like. Um, so, I'm going to cut it down pretty short for you guys. So, long story short, Cole and Zanab, she killed him on the final episodes, the finale, basically. Uh, she killed him. <laughs> while getting married like I did not expect her to do that but I also expected her to say no and I think Cole I don't remember if they asked him first or not or even if he got to answer well he didn't because they asked her first uh I definitely think Cole was going to say yes obviously because he started crying but I also believed that he would have said yes, and had Zanab said yes, they wouldn't have lasted a year. Like, maybe they could have, but I, I don't. I, I wholeheartedly don't. Um, who else? Raven and SK. I don't know what to say or think about them. I kind of don't want to say anything about them just because they are currently dating. Um, so it's just 
odd, I guess, to say anything bad and or negative about that situation. Um, What I will repeat and reiterate, which I think I did last episode, was SK did not deserve Raven and her friends attacking him like that about going to school. And he did not deserve Raven telling him. I don't want to say he didn't deserve, but Raven didn't need to tell SK that he needed to pay her rent while he was going in school into school like let's be real I get it we're married so things should become 50-50 but if you think about it you you literally met 12 days ago <laughs> like what are we talking about you met 12 days ago and you want me to pay half of your rent what and I think what blew my mind is that part, her friends coming at him crazy. Like, he is going to school. Shout out to him. He probably got, like, what, two years left at this point. Um, So, it's like, shout out to him, you know? Like, he's doing big things. He comes from a place where... I don't want to say education isn't everything. Not everything, but, like, I don't know how the education system is in Nigeria. But if you're... I feel like I feel like this is where American education needs to start teaching us kids more about history and countries and all this other stuff because I don't want to say that Nigeria doesn't have that like good education like maybe they don't like but then to me in my way of thinking that's a stereotype of saying oh well people in Africa you know, they don't have good resources, they don't have many resources, they don't have this, that, and the third. And that's true in some parts of Africa, but it's not true for all. I don't know SK's background in the sense of like how he grew up, what he had, what he didn't have, but I applaud anybody, especially my fellow people, (laughs) my fellow family honestly from Africa like I'm not African-American but I know that's where I come from that's I come from them like I don't care that I'm black black is just a word it's just a color um but I I can also say I'm not African-American but I also not gonna deny like that's where I come from um so I don't, like, I don't want to say, like, they don't have any resources, especially him and his family, like, they seem to be doing great, to be honest. So I don't want to speak on it in that way, but I do think it was messed up that her friends were just like, oh, you're going to school? Oh, you're going to have debt? Oh, like, what? Like, anybody get in Taylor Swift vibes? Like, can I ask you a question? Oh, okay. Because it's... I was like, what? Like, you're mad that a black man... African man... Moved from... Nigeria... Where they may or may not have certain resources... Certain education that... Clearly... He didn't want to stay 
and his hometown because he found something better. Like, I don't understand it. Like, not that she wanted him to stay where he came from, but basically what I'm just trying to say is, like, you don't put somebody down. Like, I don't care what race you are. If somebody had somewhat of a challenging life or situation happened and now good things are happening from them for them you don't you guys it still messes me up because let's be real if I was Raven or if I was just me and I met SK and he told me hey by the way when we get married literally two months after I'm off to college for a whole four years because I have a full ride scholarship to this school I had to clarify and get loud. He has a full ride scholarship, but he's not paying for anything. <laughs> and I think that's what pissed me off. It's because she was like, oh, well, you have to pay half my rent. And how's this going to work? And I don't want to have a lot of debt, bitch. He told you he has a full scholarship, full ride scholarship. He's not paying for school. Okay. He might be paying for books. Books is the most expensive. Why don't you get half of your fucking Pilates money, if that even makes money, and help him with his books. You know what I'm saying? Okay, he has to pay rent or whatever in California. Also very expensive. But he's also the type of man that's probably going to have at least two jobs, depending on what kind of major he's studying for. But regardless of that, like, he's making his money. I'm sure he'll make do. But now you're just trying to add on extra stuff because your quality of lifestyle is gonna be messed up fuck that like if my man told me like oh yeah right after we get married in two months (laughs) I'm going off to school okay maybe I would feel some type of way but then also because then again I'm very different like I only have my (laughs) associate's degree so if I was in that predicament with only my associate's degree I would just be like okay well that's heartbreaking that's sad But guess what? It's called FaceTime. Guess what? If I'm a Pilates instructor, I definitely got money to take a fucking plane to go see my man in school. Okay, maybe he can't spend much time with me because he's busy with school. Maybe I can't spend much time with him because I literally have work to do. Like, I can't you know, we're not young anymore. We have to work. We have to do things that we love or enjoy or maybe just even truly have to do because that's how we're going to survive. Um, I'm happy for them now. You know, I hope everything's working out. Um, I kind of do hope they get engaged and married on later down the line. I feel like, I think that's why I didn't care for them, honestly, in the beginning because I feel like they just needed more time, especially Raven. I feel like she needed more time to just get to know herself, her situation, her partner, what's going on, how it's going to be handled. And I feel like doing that in two months isn't enough time. So I feel like shout out to her for, well, shout out to SK for saying no and realizing that. And shout out to SK for putting that shit to the side and saying, hey, look, I'm going to take another step here. We're going to talk about why this didn't work, how it can work, and how he's going to work on her not having her family around. And I guarantee you, at this point, hopefully, he's met her family that wasn't going to come to the show. So, 
I would hope so. If not, I hope that works out in the end. But I also don't agree with SK saying like, oh, it's a deal breaker. If you don't have family there, that's very unfortunate because not everybody has family. And I'm not going to sit up here and make a whole new family slash fake family just for the cameras, just for the show, just for the money, just so we can be happy. Like, I'm not doing that. Um, moving on, Nancy and Bartise. I didn't get to talk about them much. I'm so fucking happy that Bartise said no. I think he always knew he wanted to say no. I think he always knew he wanted Raven. And I think he should have known ahead of time that Raven wasn't truly attracted to him. And he should always know that Raven wasn't going to treat him like any other guy. You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't think maybe Raven could have at one point in her life been like, oh, I'm going to cheat on this guy for this guy. Or I'm going to talk to this guy for this guy. I feel like with Barty, she did not do that because she read through the lines and seen that Like, yo, he's being an ass. And Nancy is very, very, very beautiful. Not to say that one's more prettier than than the other. Um, But I'm happy he said no. Good for him. Nancy, good for you. I'm happy you didn't say yes. I feel like she was going to say yes. Had he said yes, Nancy definitely would have said yes. And I feel like her family would have regretted it a lot more than she had (laughs) at that point or at a certain point in their marriage. Um, It was very unfortunate that Bartice and Nancy couldn't have a real one-on-one conversation. Um, And that part of Love is Blind just made me cringe because I know had that been me in that situation, my brother wouldn't have done that, but somebody in my family would have. And my mom also would have joined in. So I cringed so hard at that point, at that point, just because it was like, what? It's like, leave them to talk. They're grown ass adults. You know what I'm saying? Like they didn't have you egging them on to join, join this show. They did it themselves. So I'm happy they didn't work out. It's unfortunate. I thought they were a really cute couple. And, uh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Anyways, you guys, I'm going to take a quick break. Anthony actually should be calling you shortly for his second break. And I'll be back to record the rest for you guys. And thank you so much for listening and staying with me this long to talk about it. After the Love is Blind review is over, I will continue to talk about Manifest. Or will I double upload and Manifest be the beginning? Last but not least, Alexa and Brennan. Uh, I talked about them a little bit too. They're cool. They're okay. Um, I've seen some another podcaster explain why she didn't care for Alexa giving her father and grandfather the middle fingers. Um, I agree with this podcasting lady. I thought it was distasteful. Um, I don't remember her name or the podcast, so I do apologize. It was on TikTok, so it was just a snippet. But... Um, I do agree in that sense of it being distasteful and just cringeworthy. But other than that, like, I've seen way worse. So it actually didn't bother me when I seen it the first time around. 
but the reason why it did slightly make me cringe even after is because I couldn't imagine <laughs> I couldn't imagine giving my mom father grandparents any middle fingers whether it was in a playful way or in a hurtful way because they hurt me um, I could not imagine but shout out to her for being that comfortable with her family uh, and shout out to her family honestly for not caring and not giving a fuck I feel like they have the key or access to certain things on this world or in this world that uh they just put the small shit to the side you know what I'm saying like she could have done way worse she could have said way worse so I I get it and I applaud them for like literally not giving a fuck because in all honesty it wasn't that deep but to some people it's deep just because of how they were raised but for me when I sit back and think about all of the other things she could have said or did to them in that moment it's like eh, it's whatever I don't really have anything bad to say about Alexa or Brennan. I feel like they're just, they're opposites, you know, opposites attract and that's just what it is. Uh, Who else do we have to talk about? Matt and Colleen. Matt and Colleen in this season finale, not even the season finale, in the reunion, I was surprised that Colleen even said yes. What the fuck? She, up until the moment, she was like, oh, I don't know, I don't know, Mm-mm. I don't know, I don't know. And it's like, what? How do you... <laughs> Excuse me, I have to burp. But I, it's it's funny because her that's why her friend came up to her and was just like, look, solely focus on your emotions and how you're feeling because somebody is going to come up here to your face or whatever and they're going to tell you how to choose or who like you know what I'm saying and I wholeheartedly wish her friend had a bigger moment and wasn't so quiet about it I feel like her being quiet about it towards Colleen while everybody else is in the room proves that other people around Colleen they just don't give a fuck (laughs) in the sense of like they don't care if you tell her the truth or not because or maybe they do care but she because the way Colleen is set up and her vibes give you of oh just fuck me good and lie to me type shit like Queen Naja shout out you know what I'm saying so it's like um you might want to reassess that honey so when the last thing she said to Cole was like no I assume that just because it ended that conversation didn't end right then and there maybe it did but I feel like even then they had multiple times and access ways to speak to one another. So maybe that is why her mind, her mind changed. Um, other than that, she had no idea. And I feel like she could have been influenced in one way or the other. But I don't, def- I don't think it was Matt, you know, persuading her in any way to say yes. Uh, I just think she doesn't know how to think for herself in in certain situations so she just goes with the first thing on her mind and she doesn't really sit in here and think about it because that finale well the reunion was really cringe and not really cringe but cringe in the sense of like 
you know, her eyeballs. Like, she was not like that during the show. So, like, she was either high on some shit or she was really scared and really nervous. Um, Because I know Raven um, from the show as well has come out and said, oh, no, she was probably just scared about the... No. Because we've seen her in another light like that as well with her eyes being super big and her being like just very still and not laughing and not smiling like it was all very serious and let's be real I get it everyone got married or did their own thing and they all have their own place and she's just like fuck it I have to share my my money and whatever else I have to do with these roommates and that's what we're gonna do not and that's what I want to say like Nick Lachey's wife Vanessa kind of made it seem like oh, you can't be married and not have your own place. That's not even true. Because me and my boyfriend, (laughs) no, me and my husband, were definitely dating for like three, almost four years. And he lived with my mom for a total of like two years, three years maybe. About the same time, honestly. Um... You know, while we was dating and not having our own place, but at the same time, had we been engaged and he'd lived with me and my mom, it would have been fine. I feel like his wife tried to play it and like, oh, why don't you live together? Like, I'm sorry, but us normal, regular people who are trying to get chances to be on TV don't have the money. <laughs> To do anything remotely that famous people or billionaires, millionaires have the option to do. Like, no offense, but we don't know Colleen. And Colleen definitely could have been broke way throughout the fucking pandemic, you know? Like, Matt was trying over over here trying to say, oh yeah, she has this job, she has that job. Okay, yeah, now, but what about the pandemic? The pandemic was probably hard for her, for her to even be living with roommates, you know what I'm saying? So, I just don't like how that was trying to come off in that way from Vanessa because it was just like, eh, yeah, it's not ideal because, like, I get it. Now they've been married for a year at this point, but it's like, eh, not everything turns out okay. You know, things are a work in progress, you know, and it's not not always going to be the case. Granted, you're married you should be living together but that's not always the case like we don't know what they were doing beforehand you didn't sit there and ask them so yeah but that's all I'm gonna say about love is blind I'm glad it's over a lot of these people did not belong on love is blind this season especially Matt Matt has some things he needs to work on and uh last but not least this cutie story I don't know what the fuck cutie is but let's be real it's a fucking orange or a clementine or a tangerine but whatever the fuck a cutie is it's it's not it bro and that may be (laughs) the packaging it comes in okay but let's not call it that um also i've seen it once to know as far as like the super ending of the reunion (sighs) zanab wasn't listening she was not listening to cole she was over it she was probably thinking about something else. They probably had another conversation. 
he clearly didn't have a problem with her eating because whatever she put in that bowl, he was digging his hands in it too and eating it. And the fact that she chose to eat a banana whenever she decided to, that's her problem. Um, you should have gotten up earlier to, to eat food. You know, okay, maybe you're saying you only had a banana because that's all the food you had at that time. But say that. Speak on that. Don't sit over here and try to shade somebody for making fun of your weight when clearly that wasn't true. Um, what I interpret that last scene as was her not listening, her not caring, her knowing what she was going to say on their wedding day or at least that day of. Um, Cole did not mention her weight. He literally just told her, you know, is that what you're going to eat? She said, yeah, why do you have a problem? Like she jumped to conclusions and he did ask her, why did she only have a banana? She did answer. Like I said, he was digging her bowl. Once she did get these fucking cuties, oranges, um, and started opening it. He just told her, like, hey, well, don't eat too much because we're going to have, like, a big old setting of food. Granted, he should have spoken louder. But not... And that's that's also giving him leeway because he did have food in his mouth, let's be real. But he definitely should have spoken louder. And if she thought that's what he said, she should have made him clarify. Like, she made him clarify on everything else. Because he basically said, yo, we're going to have a big ol'. And then he got lower. You have to rewatch it to understand. But from what I've seen, not thinking anything of it. Because I honestly didn't think they were going to find that scene and put it towards the end of the reunion. But they did. And he's basically telling her, like, okay... You've had a banana. You shouldn't have just eaten a banana. We're literally about to go to dinner in like 10 minutes, maybe an hour, however long he said that they had until they go to dinner. Why would you eat anything? (laughs) Like, I get it. You haven't eaten all day. And that's something small. But she did it to herself. He didn't call you fat. He didn't do anything of that sort. He literally just let you know, like, yeah, we're going to have a big these are my words but basically his his gist of it was we're gonna have a big setting or a big place of food which I get because let's be real Thanksgiving is coming up in two weeks two weeks today if I eat breakfast lunch and I'm waiting for dinner but I get hungry before dinner and I have a few cuties Okay, that might not fool me up, but it's going to fool me t- fool me up to an extent of now I can't enjoy all the Thanksgiving food. Now I'm going to have to make me a bowl and plates and take it home. Or now I'm not going to be able to eat enough and eat only one plate or less than half of my plate because, granted, I did eat two or three cuties that I didn't think were going to fool me up. So she was definitely tripping on that. Um, I'm not saying I'm taking Cole's side. I'm taking his side on that story that she tried to tell because that just not, that does not seem right to me. Um, but anyways, you guys, I'm going to end this video here. It was way too long, but stay tuned because I might have a surprise. So if you listened this far, I have a surprise for you. If you haven't, then guess what? There's a surprise. (laughs) 
So, alright guys, I hope, I wanted so much more to be of this episode, but I did want to get it out and talk to you guys about Love is Blind, about my stove story, um, I didn't really talk about anything else, but I hope you enjoyed my thoughts and my opinions on it, um, and here's to Love is Blind season four, don't know when that'll be out, I think it's next month I think they're coming back to back or it might be sometime next year but here's the season four and uh stay tuned for the next episode and there's just more to come and I thank you guys for listening bye guys